Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of High Views with Mari. I am your host Mari, and today we are going to be high viewing the movie X. It's a horror movie that recently came out that has a really good A-list cast, as well as smoking um, on my all-time favorite plug-and-play strawberry champagne. Now the reason why we're only going to be smoking that today is because... I have recently moved to a new state and I have yet to familiarize myself with the dispensaries around here, but I know in my heart that there is no plug-in place in the area. (laughs) I know, so sad, but needless to say that there's still weed in the area, just not the type of weed that I like, but that's okay. We're getting acclimated to this new state. And I'm very, very excited to see where this new state leads me. Um, Yes, I am no longer in California for those who don't know where I was located at recently. But I'm not too far. And I'm really excited about this change, honestly. I'm very excited to see what it brings, to see what, honestly, it makes out of my life. And I'm ready to get out there. Without any further ado, I am going to be talking about the movie and spoilers. Now, if you have been a longtime fan, then you know that I am a spoiler queen. I love a good spoiler. I don't care. Spoil the movie for me. Ruin it for me. I'd rather know than not know. Um, but this movie is really good. My little sister, Jocelyn, like, I watched it with her and, like, what the fuck? It was fucking weird. Before, like, it was... I I was just too stunned to speak when I saw this movie, and I highly recommend you guys watch it. It's a really good one. There's a lot of, like, what-the-fuck scenes, but it's well worth it. Um, Anyways, the movie starts very, like, um, what can I say? Like, very Uma Thurman in Kill Bill, you know, and, like, in the chapel where the sheriff goes and, like, visits the crime scene and see what's going on that's like the very vibes that we get in the beginning of the movie obviously it's like the ending of the movie like where the cops come and everything and they're all wondering what happened so then we flash forward to the scene um before the 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 killing of the crime scene and it starts off in the strip club in texas and (laughs) honestly the strip club is like the worst located strip club ever but it it has Brittany Snow as one of the strippers. We have um, this actor, uh, Martin Henderson, who is Wayne, the owner of the strip club. And then we have um, Pearl, and not, not Pearl, Maxine, sorry. Pearl comes in later, played by Mia Goth. But Mia also plays Pearl. And Kid Cudi. Yeah, Kid Cudi is in this movie. He is actually one of my favorite rappers, so I'm not going to lie. I really do like him. And fun fact, I gave him a pre-roll one time when he did the Sonic opening before COVID. Like, literally, that was, like, the last the last thing that I did in a social setting without a mask before COVID happened. And it was at a Sonic screening in Glendale. And I literally have video. Go check it out on my TikTok and on my Twitter. I have a video of me literally giving him a joint. And that's like been the highlight of my life ever since. It's like my story that I tell like, you guys are not going to believe when I'm drunk who I gave a joint to, which is Kid Cudi. And it's like, come on, like who wants, like who wouldn't want to give him like a joint? Anyways, that's my little story, side note. But like I was saying, he comes out in this movie 
And he's part of the group that goes, you know, it's like on their way to a secluded town. Um, not a secluded, yeah, a secluded town where there's a farm because they are obviously not making money in the strip club and they're looking for other ways to make more money. And Wayne had the idea to make a porn video. So he has his girlfriend, Maxine. He has Brittany Snow's character, Bobby Lynn. And Kid Cudi's character, Jason. Well, Jackson, actually, not Jason. And um, this other dude that's like the camera dude. I forgot his name. And Jenna Ortega, which is his girlfriend. And they're on the road to um, this secluded farm to shoot a porn video. Because it's in the 70s. It's set in like the 70s. So, you know, it's like when porn was becoming a big thing and everything. Anyways, they're all they're trying to make money and they're trying to like get out of the poor house. And obviously... This is, this is this is their way to stardom. So they they end up like going to like this gas station, and there's somebody there. Actually, there's somebody there. It's not weird or nothing. No killer. No like this is a creepy gas station. No, there's somebody there. They're buying supplies because they're gonna obviously stay there for a couple of days. And once they get to this farm, it's like okay, it's cute. You know, it's the vibes. But there's like this weird old couple there, like the owners of the farm. So Wayne, which is Martin Henderson's character, he goes and he goes and knocks at the at the, at the main house of the farm and like talks to the old man. But the old man comes out with a shotgun and is like, are you from the government or the county, basically? And that was like, nah, I remember we talked on the phone. He was like, are you from the, like, putting, pointing the shotgun, just straight up asking him, like, are you government? And that was like, nah, I remember we we're going to rent out the farmhouse and blah, blah, blah. And ba- basically Airbnb this bitch, because this old people is like Airbnb in their farmhouse. And the old man is like, oh, okay, yeah, I remember you, like cool like the farmhouse is out here he's showing him like where the farmhouse is at and then he sees the amount of people that are coming out and the old man's like oh wait a minute bro you fucking said that it was just gonna be you and the old man the dude is like uh what's the problem like these my homies like who cares you know you're getting paid right but he was like he was very adamant like you only said it was gonna be you and at first I was like, bro, who cares? Like that, like he said, like you're getting paid. But as you see in the movie, kind of makes sense why he was just like, you only said it was you. And then he goes around and starts like looking at the people. And obviously they're very religious because during the whole theme of this movie, like there's this ambit, like religious person, like reverend on the, on the TV screen, on the radio, everywhere, like just basically spewing God's word. And saying that the sinners are going to be punished and everything. And they're listening to the same dude. So he's like, basically, obviously like looking at these, like all these sinners, like they're dressed skimpy. The girls obviously are dressed normal and he's looking at them and Kikuri's characters, like, cause the old man asked them, like, did anybody serve in the war? And Kikuri's like, yeah, I served at Nam or something like that. Like, I forgot what war he said, but like, he's like, I served it. So I'm kind of getting tired of people, like farmers pointing guns at me. You hear me? And then the, the old man's just looking at him like, okay, you know, like you're going to be a hard one. And, and then the dude is like, yeah, you feel me? Cause he's basically saying like, don't be pointing the gun at me. Cause you're not going to like how it ends. So then, um, <laughs> they're like, obviously, getting ready to shoot like the video and Brittany Snow's character Bobby Lynn is like the main protagonist of this video and this porn is called the farmer's daughter daughters 
So basically, it's Kid Cudi's character who got stranded on this farm, which is the old people's farm. And they, um, they're basically like doing like, oh yeah, like come inside and like, we're going to fuck. But they're not really going to fuck. I mean, they are really fucking basically. And he's like, yeah, okay, I'm down to do it. Like everybody's down to do the video because everybody's like the two girls are down to do the video. Like Maxine and Bobby Lynn are down to do the video, which is Mia Goth and Brittany Snow's character. They're, they're significant others because Mia's with the Wayne dude, the owner of the strip club, and Brittany Snow's with Kid Cudi's character. They're all okay with just, like, having her fuck dudes, like, all right? So the first scene up is, like, Kid Cudi's character with um, Brittany Snow's character. They're fucking Jenna Ortega's, like, this religious-ass bitch, like, I don't think this is right. Like, we're like, this is sin. Like, we shouldn't be filming. Like, this is mud. And her boyfriend, which is the director, is like, bro, I'm going to take this to a whole nother level. Like, this is going to be, like, some artistic-ass shit. And the girl's like, ah, yeah, right. Like, we're just doing dirty stuff. Like, even the old man knows that we're going to be here doing dirty stuff. That's why he's looking at us weird. And it's like, homegirl, you already, like, came over here. Like, if you didn't want to do this, you wouldn't have not gotten in the car where you're mad. Okay, you knew what your man was doing, and you came over here, so you're the one. You shouldn't even be saying anything at this moment. But they're all, like, after that, like, after the first scene, you know, like, they're doing it, Jenna Ortega, everybody else. Um, Pearl, like, Maxine, Mia Goth's character, she goes and explores, like, the little farm around and just, like, oh, like, what's going on? Like, me explore nature and walking and shit and whatever. And she finds, like, this little lake. And she's, like, just swimming in it. And she's just, like, getting, like... Like, let me just tell you this. Like, this lake doesn't look clean. It doesn't look, like, sanitary. Like, I'm not saying that all lakes look sanitary. But it doesn't look like a lake that you should be fucking swimming in it. Like, it doesn't look like that. It just looks... Like, it just does, like... And this girl goes in full-on naked. Like, she does not give a fuck like she doesn't have underwear on at least like nothing like so anything could crawl up her fucking hoo-ha and that that's it like she's done for so then like what we don't what she doesn't realize is like when she got in the water there was like an alligator like not that far from like where she was chilling and that fool was already like "Mm, my lunch for the day like he was already gonna go and eat this bitch but like obviously it's too early to kill this bitch so they like make a scene where like she gets out of the water just in time and the alligator's just like in the graph so getting her foot and she obviously is like okay I'm done with the lake after she like God knows what crawled up in there her Gucci and she goes and she realizes like there's this like creepy ass lady just staring at her at this on this porch and she's like the fuck and she's looking at this old lady and the old lady's looking at her. And, like, at first you think, like, the old lady's, like, being nice and everything because she, like, kind of, like, invites her over to drink some lemonade and shit. And, you know, like, the vibes of the house is creepy as fuck. So, at first, I wouldn't even have gone. Like, I would have just told her from far away, like, oh, hey, how are you? You know, and just kept on minding my fucking business and going with my homies. Because, like, homegirl look, she looks scary as fuck. Like, she looked like, I'm not trying to say, like, when the girl saw her on the porch, she was, like, a long way distance. And you can kind of see, like, I don't know if you ever saw Courage the Cowardly Dog, like, that episode where it's, like, 
return the slab like that weird creepy dude like if you know then you know what i'm talking about like that's how the old lady looked to me like all she needed to do tell this bitch return the slab and i would have been fucking dead i would have been like that was like the most scariest episode to me i could have never seen that episode again so this is how i felt with this bitch like this bitch better fucking watch it like that was the first thing so again this girl she's white obviously as you can tell she goes to this lady's house and she starts fucking like, okay, let me go fucking inside this lady. She, how bad can it be? She goes in there. This lady's like serving her up some fucking lemonade and shit. Like, first of all, I wouldn't even drink that shit because God knows what the fuck is in there. Seriously, what the fuck? She could have roofied you for all I know. And they're just like sitting at each other, staring at her. And this lady's like staring at her heart and the table, right? The husband's nowhere to be found at this point. So, like, that's why I'm assuming the grandma invited her over. And then the girl's just like, okay, I need to get the fuck out of here ASAP. So she, like, chugs, you know, chugs her, like, lemonade and shit. And then as she's leaving, she starts, like, noticing the, like, pictures and shit in the house. And, like, the grandma pulls up, like, behind her and is like, oh, yeah, that was me when I was young. Look how pretty I was. I was a dancer and reminiscing in her youngness. And, I mean, the grandma don't look bad in her picture. And the girl's like, oh, okay, you know, like, <laughs> okay, like, I gotta go. And then she like, okay, this girl's wearing overalls and she doesn't have nothing on there. Again, she went naked in this fucking dirty ass lake. So obviously she doesn't have anything under. And the grandma starts touching her on the sides. Like, not like, oh, girl, like, you should wear, like, some more clothes, honey. Like, you know, you're a little exposed. Like, sexually touching this girl. Like, oh, like. I just felt so gross, like, her touching this, like, watching this. I was just like, why am I watching this? But anyways, she starts touching her, and the girl's like, what the fuck at this moment? Because she literally is like, what is going on? And then they hear the old man pull up, and then the grandma's like, shh, it'll be our little secret. And the girl's like, what the fuck? Because first of all, bitch, what the fuck is our little secret? You literally just molested me right now. Second of all, why are you hiding from your man? Are you, like, low-key a closet lesbian? Because, like, look, good for you, but I don't roll that way. You know, like, I like dick. I don't I don't roll that way. But homegirl's just like, what the fuck? So, like, she ends up, like, just dipping and getting the fuck out of there. Like, I would I would have gone the fuck out of there, too. Because it's like, first of all, lady, you're fucking creepy as fuck. And you fucking touch me and you're fucking scared of your husband. That means that your husband's going to kill my ass. Yeah, yeah, my your husband is gonna kill my stupid ass. Let me get the fuck out of here. So she ends up going back to where her homies at are in the farm, and they're like basically wrapping up the video, like Britney Snow scenes and all that stuff. And like, as she's like, they go like when she's walking to the farm, they go to the scene where Kid Cudi's like, yeah, like he feels like he's a man, and the girl basically Britney Snow's character basically knocks him down a peg and is like, bro. You don't know how good I can fake this shit. Like, I can make you think that you fucking are the shit. And he's like, shut the fuck up. And then, like, everybody's there. And she's like, yeah. And Jenna Ortega's, like, looking at her like, what do you mean? And, like, that wasn't real. And she was like, she starts pretending to have an orgasm. And that was like, damn, I think I'm in love with you. So she, they start, like, kissing and shit like that. And Jenna Ortega leaves. And then the girl, like, the husband, well, um, Mia God's character runs into her fiance, which is the owner of the strip club. And the owner is like, where the fuck have you been, bitch? Your shit's gonna, your scene's coming up. Like, you need to be fucking 
rolling with the masses, like, what the fuck? And she was like, oh, my God, like, okay. Like, she's just, like, trying to, like, brush off the weird shit that just happened. And she needs to go and get her scene done. And her scene is basically, like, Britney Small's scene was in the house, like, in, the in like the actual farmhouse. And hers is, like, where the cows are at and shit like that. Mia, like, God's scene is, like, where the cows are at. And she, like, the dude is, like, um, Kate Cuddy's character is, like, dude, where's your dad? Like, he, your sister told me, like, he was going to be out here. Like, I'm looking for him. And again, like the the porn the porn scene happens, you know, like she's fucking Kid Cudi and they're recording it. But the weird thing is, and it's like so gross. Like the grandma comes and she starts staring at them through a fucking dirty ass window, like and starts having like these fantasy. Like the girls like basically like looking at her while she's fucking Kid Cudi, but like this like weird sexual fantasies. And I'm like, oh god, no, grandma's crazy back away from grandma girl you gonna die she already has her eyes on you like target locked you is dead girl she gonna kill you first she gonna wear your skin like that's how the vibes that i got because she was like staring at her and then that at one scene in the moment like the grandma thought that she was like the one actually fucking kid cutty and it just grossed me out because i'm just like oh god i never want to get that old please please god never let me get that old because <laughs> i don't know like i just feel so bad but anyways, like the grandma's just looking at her and nobody like I'm saying like nobody saw this because like when you look at the movie, like the grandma's playing as day in the window, like straight looking at them. So to me, it's, I don't understand how they didn't even fucking realize that the grandma was looking at them and shit. So. So then after the fucking grandma fucking looks at the fucking at the um, Maxine's character, fuck Kid Cudi's character in the barn the fucking grandma goes back and she starts like looking at herself in her old ass vanity mirror and shit with her old ass makeup she starts getting ready for her man she puts this like dress on and like she goes downstairs to her man her husband and her husband's like she starts dancing she's like come on dance with me and the dude's like no i can't i'm too old dude like i can't and then the girl like she just like gets really sad and like you know, because she wants to feel young again. And, you know, that's like the type of vibe that I'm getting. And that she wants to feel young again. And then it goes back to the young people at the barn. And when they're in the barn, they're having like a little powwow, like a little little circle jerkle and the smoking weed and shit. And Jenny Ortega, Jenna Ortega's character, she starts saying like, looking at Maxine and Maxine already like been saying like girl I don't like this girl why is she fucking looking at me like that why is she judging me and then she's just like staring at her heart and she's like what the fuck are you looking at and Jenny Ortega's character is like girl I just want to know like how you felt after you know like did you feel bad about like fucking this dude even though your man was right there and the girl's like no I don't feel bad because you can't help who you fucking but you can help who you love and like I love him but I'm just fucking him because this is going to get us out of whatever we need to get out of. Like, this shit ain't nothing but business. And, like, the, her dude understands. And, you know, Brittany Snow's character is making jokes. Like, um, she understands why. So then Jenny Ortega comes with this conclusion. Like, they're all, like, saying, like, well, you only live once, basically. And, like, this, even though if this doesn't get big, like, I did this. And, like, this is something that I'm never going to forget, you know, like, YOLO. And Jenny Ortega's like, well, fuck it. You know, like, I want to do it, too. But her boyfriend, who's the director, is, like, starts cracking up, like, LOL, yeah, right, girl. Like, no, you're not. Like, stop playing. And the girl's like, no, I'm not playing. Like, I really want to fucking do this. You know, like, they're right. Like, I'm only young once. Like, I'm only going to have this young body once. Like, I want to fuck. 
who I want to fuck and I want to have it on camera if I want to. And the dude starts getting pressed, like, no, like, you're not going to do it. And then Wayne, you know, the dude gets into it and he's like, it's okay, like, we're going to, like, take a chill pill on this and we're going to finally decide who's going to, like, do what. And then at the end of the day, like, Wayne says, like, you know, she wants to do it, she has to do it. Like, we're not going to stop her, you're not going to stop her. Like, you're just going to film it. And he does. He ends up filming her. And, like, Jenny Ortega must have a freaking good-ass agent or whatever because this bitch didn't have to get naked on TV or nothing like that. Everybody else will show some ass and titties. Homegirl was just, like, virginal. Like, virginal, seriously. So she um, ends up, like, sucking Kid Cuddy's dick and fucking him. And and everybody else goes to sleep at the end of the night because they're, like, done with their scenes. And this food, the director's, like, crying in the fucking bathroom, like... You know, obviously he feels like he didn't like that Jenny Ortega fucked that dude, but, you know, like, that wasn't his choice. So he ends up, like, deciding to leave in the middle of the night, you know, and, like, basically be like, fuck everybody. I'm taking the van. I'm leaving and shit like that. And as he's pulling out, the fucking weird grandma pulls up on him because, like, obviously the, the, the guy rejected her and she had, like, this whole moment thing because I forgot that Brittany Snow does this, like, fucking song shit like in the during that song it's like a little transition scenes where like she's taking off her makeup and like she just goes back to her regular regular pajama self you know fucking like as the dude is pulling out like she ends up just like going in front of him that focus like what the fuck she's just like literally like again like the dude from courage the cowardly dog like the where's a slab he's she just like literally pops out of nowhere pops out in front of him and she's just like basically like hold me, dance with me, like, she starts, like, flirting with the dude, like, grinding on him, he's, like, tolerating it, because, obviously, it's an older lady, and he's just, like, trying to be nice, and he's, she starts getting naked, and, like, trying to fuck this dude, and she's, he's, like, dude, you're old, no, gross, (laughs) like, seriously, stop it, like, let's go find your husband, because I am not the one, and then she's just, like, super sad, and, like, as they're going, like, he gets down to him, he's, like, we're gonna go find your husband, Stabs the fuck out of his chin. His fucking chin, dude. Like, his fucking chin. Stabs the fuck out of his chin. And then he ends up, like, looking at her like, what the fuck? Falls to the ground. She starts continuously stabbing him, stabbing him, stabbing him until he's donezo, like, dead. Benito. And then she just gets up and, like, starts trucking. Takes the keys out of the fucking truck. Turns off everything. And then she ends up, like, going God knows where. Jenny Ortega's character wakes up because she don't feel her man next to her. She's all looking at the house that they're staying at and he's not there. She goes outside. You know, the van's not there. She's like, what the fuck is going on? Wayne, the owner of the strip club, wakes up and he's like, church mouse, because he calls it church mouse. Where are you going? Like, it's in the middle of the night. She was like, bro, my boo's not in the bed. I know he's fucking pissed about me fucking this dude. And you know, let's, I need to go find them. And, like, homegirl's, like, gonna go by her. She was gonna go by herself. And that that was me. I would've been like, fuck that. I'll come back later. I'll go. I'll be, I would've been staying, sleeping in my bed. Fuck that. You mad? Because I fucked this dude. Okay, but you weren't, you didn't see me getting mad. You were looking at these motherfuckers, bitches, fucking all these, this dude, right? I felt it. So, no. I would've fucking waited until the morning to go fucking look for his stupid ass night in the fucking night, in the middle of the night when anything could happen. 
So Wayne decides to go with him. Wayne is fucking funny because Wayne is not even like, he doesn't even decide to put any shoes on or anything. That's what just ends up tricking out of his like in underwear and shit. And they like separate, which to me means like, why would you separate? Like, then why would you even go with her in the first place? Because like she ends up going by herself. Like I would have been together with Wayne. Fuck that. So Wayne goes to the barn, like to the, the other barn where the fucking cows are at. He doesn't see that there's like a wooden thing with the nail on top of like, just like sticking out, which I don't know. But like, sometimes I look at the floor where I step on to just, like, I don't know how he didn't fucking miss that shit. That shit was plain as day. He ends up getting like stabbed, like through the fucking foot. Like that shit, the nail goes through his fucking foot. He turns on the light. I don't know where he fucking found the light and ends up looking at it. And that shit's like nasty. He takes it off and then it goes back to the other scene where Jenny Ortega's character ends up going to the old people's house, like they're where they're staying at. And the old man comes out and the old man's like, How you see my wife? And Homegirl's like, How you see my boo? Because I'm looking for him. And like, I'm sorry if I woke you up. And then the dude's like, No, come on, like, come inside the house. Her stupid ass goes inside the house. I would have been like, No, I'm going to keep looking at my boo. Like, good luck finding your wife and shit. And the dude goes, takes her upstairs. He has a flashlight and he tells her like, all oh, the other flashlights in the basement. Do you mind getting it? The fuck? Like, she's at first like, I don't know about that. He's like, yeah, dude, like, come on, can you go get it? Because we have to go look for my wife. Like, I'm scared. She's not, like, she's sick. This was going on like that. She's fucking sick. And like, homegirl is sick as fuck. And Jenny's like, fine, I'm going to go fucking get it. That was like, oh, you got to go down, down. And she looks at the fucking like cellar type of thing, basement thing. And she's like, I don't, I don't know about this. But she ends up going downstairs. I would have not gone downstairs. Like, why go downstairs? Like, no, you go downstairs. You know where the flashlight is at. I'll hold, the, I'll hold this flashlight that you have and you go downstairs. But he doesn't. She ends up going downstairs. She ends up fucking, um, fucking finding this disgusting ass dead dude hanging down, pants down. Dude, his penis looks disgusting like ugh. like have you guys ever googled what a blue waffle is like when you were in middle school or some shit like that and that shit came out nasty as fuck like that is exactly what the fuck this shit reminded me of like if you don't know what that means then you're too young to know that but if you were in middle school then you know what i'm talking about anyways that fool she fucking panics the fuck out of that shit she runs upstairs old man locked her in like come on hello you should have known this by now the fucking old man was gonna lock you in why the fuck did you go down to the basement she's freaking out because she's with the fucking ugly ass dirty dirty dead dude and and for all for a fucking flashlight for a guy that was gonna fucking leave her stranded like come on girl come on no you do better do better anyways so as that's happening Pearl, the grandma, because the grandma's name is Pearl, homegirl's over here in the barn flashing some lights through some holes, you know, because she got the other flashlight. And because she actually has the other flashlight. And fucking Wayne goes and is like, let me go look through these holes. We all know what's going to happen. We all know what's going to happen. Homegirl's going to stab the fuck out of Wayne's eyes. Like, we already know what's going to happen. But he still goes, and you have faith for Wayne. You literally have faith for Wayne, thinking, like, you're going to make it, dude. No, he, she fucking ends up stabbing the shit out of like a pitchfork, goes through those two holes, Wayne dies, automatically kill shot, dead. So after the old man locks 
Jenna Ortega's character, like, bitch in the fucking cellar because her stupid ass decides to go down there. And she sees, you know, the dead fucking sex slave in the fucking grandpa and grandma's fucking dungeon and shit all fucking grossed out. She starts to obviously panic and she starts looking for a way out. It goes to another scene where the grandpa ends up like going to the fucking other house that they're staying at. And Kid Cudi had woken up because I think he heard Jenna Ortega's scream. And he tells Britney Snow's character, like, go back to sleep. I'm going to check it out. He goes and checks it, uh, checks the rest of the house out, opens the door, realizes that the old man's coming up and they're like talking at a distance. And again, this is like the 70s. So obviously racial divides are like big especially in rural towns like this. And then um, Kid Cudi's character tells the old man, like, you know, like, what's going on? The old man says that he can't find his wife. He says that he's going to help him, you know, just from Marine to Marine, like Army, Army, whatever. He goes and helps him. As they are, like, walking out to help him, the fucking grandma rolls up to the house where... Britney Snow's character and Maxine are like sleeping. And she pulls up to Maxine's bedroom, gets naked, slips in her fucking bed and starts like molesting her. Then it goes back to the house where Jenna Ortega's in the cellar. She's trying to get out. She sees another way out, but it's locked from the outside. So she starts to panic because she doesn't want to be stuck and be somebody's sex slave like the dude that was there before as she's seen. So then she finds a little hammer, starts hammering the fucking door to get out. But I don't know why she didn't do this. She did it like at the farthest panel when she could have done it at the closest panel and been out. But the old man rolls up to the house because as she's doing that, Kid Cudi's character and the old man were in the swamp looking for the grandma. And then the dude is like, this is, is Kid Cudi's character is like, what the fuck is going on? Like, why can't we find his grandma? Sees like the flashlight end up like somewhere in the water. He then realizes that there's cars like that have been thrown in the pond. And he's just like, this is sus. I need to get the fuck out of here gets the lamp from the water, starts heading back. The grandpa pulls out of nowhere, and the and the dude is like, Kikuri's like, yo, grandma's not out here. Like, what the fuck are we doing out here? Let's go back to the house. We're going to regroup and all of this. And the dude is like, oh, you think you can do whatever you want just because you're young and you have that big thing, like, going on because it supposedly has a big dick. And, you know, like, I can't give, basically, he's talking about his wife. I can't give her what she needs, but he's not saying that maybe he can. So that like, Kid Cudi's character is like, what the fuck are you talking about, old man? And then the old man ends up shooting Kid Cudi, and, like, he just fucking leaves him in the pond, like, dead. Like, he didn't give a fuck. He shoots him. Goes back to the house, and this is where he hits Jenny Ortega's character's hand with the gun and fucks up her hand because she's already opening the door. And he's like, I already told you to stay in the cellar. You're going to make it worse. And she starts crying and crying. And the old man is like, fuck, man. Like, motherfuckers don't understand. While that's happening, grandma's in the room molesting Maxine, touching her with the blood of her dead fucking fiance and shit. Homegirl thinks it's her man, turns around, wakes up, seizes the grandma, fucking full-on naked, yells, like, gross, like, dude, imagine you're fucking dead ass asleep thinking your man's, like, rubbing up on you, and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm about to get this dick, and then there's a fucking old-ass grandma with saggy-ass titties touching you and shit, like, 
that just made me throw up. Like, I can't, I can't. Mm-mm, mm-mm. So then Brittany Stokes' character wakes up, sees grandma running. Like, she's just, like, busting out naked out of there. She's like, what the fuck? Runs to Maxine. Maxine's like, homegirl was in here touching me, molesting me. Like, what the fuck? Brittany Stokes' character is like, what the fuck is going on? She ends up rolling outside looking for her boo and the girl's boo and ends up finding the grandma at the edge of the lake and this fucking pier thing and and she's full on naked Brittany Souls character is like oh my god like she's genuinely thinking grandma's like senile no grandma's not fucking senile grandma starts talking shit saying like you think you can flaunt whatever the fuck you want in your fucking body in front of my face thinking like blah 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 and girl and Brittany Souls character is like what the fuck is going on girl I just want to take you back home and like put you back to sleep like you ain't supposed to be out here be careful crocodiles be out here calls her a fucking whore, slaps the shit out of Britney Snow's character. Britney Snow's like, girl, it's not my fault that you live a bitter-ass life and I'm over here living my best life. Like, no, uh, grandma all of a sudden pushes Britney Snow. Britney Snow dead. Her fucking shit, it gets eaten up by a fucking alligator dead. And then the grandpa pulls up and is like, was that the one? And he's like, you know, I don't fucking like a blonde. And I was like, damn, bitch, just because she was blonde? Nah, uh you, you fucking straight tripping. And both of them end up, like, how you call it? Maxine ends up, like, in the bathroom trying to, like, wipe off the disgust. And the blood that's on her body ends up seeing that the grandpa and the grandma are coming to her house to look for her. Because they're, that's the bitch that they want. They go, she ends up, like, saying, fuck no. Because she can't find none of her homies. And her homies, she's like, I'm not going to fucking die here. Ends up going back to the room. They're all the grandpa and the grandma go to the same room she's at, and like she ends up hiding somewhere. And then they end up like she says to the grandpa, like that's like Maxine obviously had something special and that she wants her and that she can never have what she wants, and this and that, and that she just wants to fuck. And then the grandpa's like, dude, I can't fuck because you know I got a bad heart, and this and that. She's like, Come on, you're not gonna die. Like, come on, fuck me. They end up fucking. And guess where Maxine's at hiding? She's under the bed. She's hearing these disgusting ass people fuck while they had already murdered all her homegirls. She's like, I need to get the fuck out of here. She ends up crawling out of the bed, running, running to the main house. She starts looking for the keys. Fucking hears the fucking homegirl, Jenny Ortega's Jenny Ortega yelling from the cellar. Jenny Ortega's like, she opens the door and, Jen, and she's like, girl, we need to stick together. We need to get the fuck out of here. Jenny Ortega's like, I should have never been here. This is all because I fucking followed you guys. I should have never done this shit. And she's like, girl, fuck that shit. We need to stick together. We need to survive this shit if we're going to make it out of here. Like, you need to shut the fuck up. They're going to come over here. She's like, no, I'm going to do this on my own. She got a little hammer. She ends up running, getting the fuck out of there. As soon as she gets out of the fucking front door, boom, fucking grandpa shoots her with the fucking shotgun. They don't know Maxine's in there, so she's fucking hiding, thinking like, fuck, man, these motherfuckers came quick. She's trying to figure out where the fuck things at. She fucking ends up getting the gun. I forgot she ends up getting the fucking gun from the fucking car because she thought she could take the van, but the van got stabbed the fuck up by the grandma, and they had a gun in there. So then she, like, she has the gun. The fucking grandpa and the grandma are like, we need to bring this bitch inside because I can lie to the cop and say it was self-defense if they come looking for this dumb bitch. And the grandma's like, nah, they're not going to come looking for these dumb people. And they're like, you never know. We got to be safe. If they don't come looking for her in a couple of days, we'll fucking dump this shit back to where we've been dumping the other people. And they're like, cool. So they end up, end up bringing her in. 
Jenny Ortega um, still hasn't fully died, but you can kind of do the show the way that, oh, it's disgusting because you can see, like, if she would have got shot real life, that's how it fucking would have looked. She ends up, like, I guess doing it like an after-death twitch. The grandpa gets so scared, he dies of a fucking heart attack. Out of everything that he could fucking die of, like, not have, having sex, killing, like, Kid Cudi, all of these motherfucking strenuous events, he fucking dies with just a little gagging from a fucking dead girl. And then Pearl drops her guard, because this is the grandma's name, Pearl. She fucking drops her guard, drops the gun, and that's when Maxine is like, boom, perfect. She's worried about her man. I'm going to roll up on her. She pulls it up with her gun. She's like, where the fuck the keys are at? I'm going to get the fuck out of here. Y'all ain't going to get away from this, you fucking crazy ass bitches. And then the girl's like, the grandma's trying to play the grandma card and be like, my man's dying, girl. Like, come on, have some sympathy. She's like, no, fuck you. You ain't had no sympathy for killing all my homies. And she's like, where the fuck the keys at? She tells her where the fucking keys at. She ends up, like, saying, like, you are going to pay for every this. I'm going to fucking bring hell to this shit. Like, basically saying she's going to call the cops and everything. She tries to shoot the fucking grandma. The gun had no fucking bullets. It was off a fucking show. Once that shit happened, Pearl's like, oh, this dumb bitch. Tries to, (laughs) this is my favorite part, shoots this bitch. Homegirl ducks, ends up shooting the fucking mirror. mirror. Pearl's too fucking fragile that the fucking black back blow from the shotgun sends her stupid ass flying out the front door to fucking flying off the porch from the front porch to the fucking road fucking ends up breaking her fucking hip maxine is like fucking praising the lord because what you didn't know was like this evangelical or like fucking famous priest from their town is her fucking dad so she's like basically reciting the words of her dad saying like i'm not gonna leave this mediocre life i i'm gonna live the life that i deserve while she shoots like while pearl like fucking backs over here she pearl ends up fucking saying like come on girl help me as maxine is dipping to go to the truck realizing that she fucking like literally survived everything Looks at Maxine, like, looks at the fucking grandma on the floor. Grandma's like, please help me. My fucking hip broke. Homegirl's like, fuck you. And then she fucking ends up leaving. Pearl's like, you fucking whore. Like, you're a fucking whore. Just fucking still talking shit, even though her hip broke. And then Homegirl's like, I'm about to kill this bitch. Because Maxine ends up busting the fucking Jeepers Creepers. Runs over fucking Pearl so many times dips the fuck out does a line of blow while she's dipping out and she's and she's gone into the wind and then it goes back to how the beginning was where the cops were investigating the scene and after coming out taking the bodies away then they come with the camera where they filmed the porno and they're like oh we found this i bet what happened is on this video and then one of the cops asked the sheriff's like, what do you think happened here, sir? And he's like, how the fuck do you think I should fucking know? And the movie ends there. And the credits. Now, if you've seen this movie in the movie theaters, there's an end of credit. Because apparently, from what I've heard, they're going to do a prequel about Pearl and how she ended up where she ended up and all of this stuff. I don't know. This was told to me by people that have gone to see the movie theaters. I haven't seen the clip, but if you have seen the clip, please drop a message. I would like to see the clip. I haven't seen the clip. I would totally recommend this movie. At first, I wasn't sold on this movie. I thought it was going to be boring, but it was really good. It was really funny. I really enjoyed it. I think that it has its moments. I don't think that you're never going to, you're not going to be bored with this movie. It's fucking funny. It's fucking hilarious. Watch it with a group of friends. Watch it high as fuck. If you're in California, get high as fuck. 
If you're anywhere, just get high as fuck. Until next time, this was High Views of Mari. Thank you so much for joining me today. I will see you later. Bye now.